Hello, welcome to Horror After Hours. I am your host, of course, the naughty guy, Adam J. Joining me tonight is the host of Swatting Flies and Telling Lies. Hello, my name is Bruce. That's what he says on my underwear, so we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, I dig it, man. Yeah. <laughs> so tonight, we're talking about uh, some movies from our past and a couple of movies that genuinely scared me when I was young. To this day, they get that genuine creep factor to yeah we're talking of course of uh the evil dead yeah. 1981 the sequel 1987 and then the other third part of the series was army of darkness 93 1990 yeah 1993 yeah february love all three of these and then we're also going to touch on uh the super shitty remake yeah i got thoughts on that <laughs> We're going to get into that. I can't yeah. wait. This is going to be fun. Yeah. So, the remake was made in 2013. And yeah, we'll get into the details a little bit later. Yeah. So, we'll start off with the original. This one. Just a freaking crazy movie, man. Not only was it crazy, it was very creepy and scary. And it was... Uh, I liked how it was shot because you could tell that they made their budget work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There wasn't um, a lot of. There wasn't any CGI. It was all. <laughs> yeah, it was all uh, practical effects. Yeah. Genuine acting, and there were no blue screens or green screens. Green screens, yeah. Um, I like this one a lot. It's uh, it's a bit. It's a bit gruesome at times. It's very dark. Yeah. Uh, the story is very dark. Yeah, and and it's... With this one, anyways, with part one... It's not even called part one, it's called The Evil Dead. It, it stuck to it from beginning to end. And what I mean by that is it didn't try to take a left or a right turn. It just went straight forward ahead with what they were showing us. Yeah, and they pulled no punches, which was freaking great i love that yeah and then there was um when we first meet ash he's not who we meet in army of darkness <laughs> yeah he's totally he he's kind of a scaredy cat <laughs> and he's very timid yeah which is a hell of an arc <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, sure. i mean you gotta you gotta evolve when you're in that situation um but back to, and it would, um, I liked how they did the makeup in there, you know? Everything. Uh, now, I've seen this very same kind of makeup in another movie called uh, The Child from 1977, I believe. Okay. And those zombies, those were actual zombies. Oh, okay. Not demons, but that was really genuinely creepy also. Yeah. Good movie. If you haven't seen that one, you should check it out. It's... Yeah. It's kind of a slow burn at times, but it yeah. is a really good movie. Um, on the Evil Dead, I like um, it, it's uh, they don't know what they're getting into, right? Yeah, they just kind of stumbled upon the uh, what do you call it? The, the neck Necronomicon, Necronomicon, um, and then it kind of just goes from there. <laughs> Well, uh, the when they described first described the book to you in the movie, they're playing a tape. 
And yeah. It's read aloud as the Necronomicon Ex Mortis. And really quick, whoever, that voiceover person, that, that voiceover gives me the creep still. <laughs> yeah. It was just really well done. Yeah. <laughs> so roughly translated, the Necronomicon Ex Mortis yeah. translates into Book of the Dead. Yes. You read that shit aloud, you you bring about bad things. Yeah, <laughs> to say the least. Um, and when when it does get released, uh, one of the girls is outside the cabin. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, it's. I'm trying to describe what this presence is. <laughs> really, they. In the making, or in the behind the scenes that I've yeah. seen of it, yeah. uh, they just called it the Force. You know. Oh, okay. That, that, let's go with that then, this Force of Evil, yeah, which is a great way to describe it. And they did this in the remake, and I like the shot that they do. When you see this Force, it's the fucking camera running through the fucking woods, and they obviously sped it up, which I really like, but then, um, like I said, it starts taking over trees and branches and yep. fucking ground. Yep. And um, it has a pretty horrific scene that made me feel uneasy the first time I saw it. And I still felt uneasy this week when I rewatched it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you know what scene. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. Um, you go ahead and elaborate. <laughs> yeah, this fucking girthy fucking branch <laughs> penetrates this girl's vagina not in a subtle classy way like me it fucking <laughs> rams the fuck in like a battering ram <laughs> like a locomotive oh like you just with see no brakes look, yeah. yeah you just see this look of shock on her face and she can't breathe just <laughs> yeah and then you see the branches start releasing on her arms yeah and then she it finally able to get up and run away but... yeah so you know that this girl's gonna be possessed right yeah so that was probably the most infamous scene that everybody talks about is the tree rape scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one was definitely unique because I don't think I'd ever seen anything like that before at or, that point. <laughs> or since. Or since. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this movie had a lot of firsts. Um, Ooh, I like the poster to this movie. There were a lot of posters. I don't know. Which one I'm talking about. Yeah. Blue background, I think it was white writing, I think, and it was a girl reaching up from the ground. Oh, yes. And I did the, like that one. Didn't you have the t-shirt? No, but I want it. Me too. <laughs> yeah, it's Anybody cool. out there, we want that t-shirt. <laughs> 2X, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are big, big fans of this movie. Pretty please. So this movie had a budget of a meager $350,000. This was 1981. Uh, this one, like I said, has that genuine spook factor. The atmosphere, the music, the acting was all spot on. Especially for the time it was made. This, yes. Again, 1981. Or that's when it was released. We don't... Made in 1980, released in 81. So yeah, and, and... This was actually like a second, second draft, really. Yeah. Because there was actually one before this that they, they made just to make the money to make this movie. Yeah. And it was called Within the Woods, which was the prototype to The Evil Dead. Yeah. And it was like a 30-minute movie or something like that. Sam Raimi and uh, Bruce Campbell were college friends. Yeah. 
and they were at that time making a lot of Super 8 films. Yeah. And they decided they wanted to make a real genuine movie, so they went out and they filmed, they wrote the story and filmed uh, Within the Woods. Yeah. Now, I have not had the chance to actually see this movie yet. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. I can never find a copy anywhere. Yeah. I've tried to track it down online for DVD. Nothing. Man, it is not available anywhere. You can, Hit that shit, huh? Yeah, you can find bootlegs here and there, but <laughs> you know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A bootleg over the bootleg. Exactly. Like, so. like the Fantastic Four movie that we all watched from 94. <laughs> no one actually has the original copy. Everyone has the bootleg version of that copy. Yep. <laughs> or a bootleg, 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 bootleg version. Yep. <laughs> like what made it to us. <laughs> Anyways, I digress. <laughs> uh, so I would also like about the Evil Dead, though, is um, another, it just genuinely scares scared me. Well, what I was talking about you know, earlier is that this was one of the first movies to ever scare the hell out of me when I was younger. Yeah. I think I saw it when I was six. Damn, huh? And it wasn't... I talked about it on your podcast before, and it wasn't anything that I actually saw on the screen that scared me. It was just the voices of the demons. Uh, hearing those voices and the, the possessed person in the cellar trying to yeah. push their way out that- of the cellar, that... That, that was just scary to me. There was a scene where it was just that she was just up the witch. Mm-hmm. That was the wife of the person on the tape. No, that was part two, right? Oh, that was part two. My bad. Shelley, right. Shelley was or not Shelley? Uh, Cheryl, I think, was the one in the. the that's cellar. right. Yeah, you're right. Ash's sister. Oh, that's fucking right, huh? And her makeup was pretty phenomenal, man. Yeah. I mean, that, like I said, I, if I had my stuff in front of me right now, yeah. I could pull up a picture of that movie, The yeah. Child, and show you the zombies that look very similar to these demons. Here. Yeah. It's crazy. And you know, I always wonder, too, like, especially when you're in a budget and you kind of have to improvise how you want, I guess, the deadites is what they're called, right? Yeah. How you want them to look, how, how people come up with that concept, <laughs> you know? Like off the top of your head, if because you're gonna want to make it unique, how do you want your zombie to look? No shit, no. Uh, I'll tell you what, man, it's gonna be a conglomerate of shit that I'm influenced by that is now in The Walking Dead, yep. <laughs> which Greg Nicotaro does, yep. which we know and love him from Creepshow. Oh yes, for sure. And um, didn't he do a couple Night of Living Deads when he was really young? Him and Savini? I think so. Yeah, 1990, I think. Well, Savini made that remake in 1990. Yeah. But no, I'm just talking about, like, if I gave you my version of what I wanted, it's going to look like Nicotaro's from Creepshow Creepshow 2, uh, Dawn of the Dead, The Walking Dead. (laughs) And all of those, every creature was very unique, and there were never any two alike. And I... That's what I like, man. Like, I like the ones how they look in The Walking Dead. I like Creepshow. You know, mm-hmm. I like. I love Savini's remake of Night of the Living Dead. That is an awesome one. It's just like, damn, it's good stuff, man. But so I'm, I'm always intrigued when I go back and rewatch these these classics, 
from our childhood. Yeah. Because then it's just like, damn. Not not that they need my approval, but it's just like, fuck, that's like very creative because we never saw a dead eight before this. Yeah, we had no idea what that was. And yeah. Being as young as we were, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit. Like I said, this is a very different kind of a story. Which yeah. From that very aspect of it really drew me in. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't the same old, same old. Yeah. Um, it's just a crazy movie. I love this one. It, uh, it wasn't... It was very violent, but it wasn't over-the-top gore. A lot of the gore, they had to change the color of the blood for the demons. Otherwise, they would have had an X-rating. Because the blood was blackish, wasn't it? Some of it was black. Some of it was green. Some of it yeah. was uh, yellow. Yeah. And... For some reason, anytime the the demons took a knock in the head or something like that, they'd spit up this white stuff. Yeah, that's right. That was weird in itself. Now that I think about it, <laughs> <laughs> and how fast everybody's faces changed when they were possessed. Yeah, like when Cheryl, right after the tree rape scene, she starts calling up the the cards, you know, yeah, one by one, Jack of Diamond, Jack of Clubs, and she turns around, and her face is just totally evil. And it's a different kind. Yeah. You know? And it gets progressively worse as the movie goes along. Yeah. And then when uh, his girlfriend, Linda, yeah, when she gets possessed, her face changes completely. And yeah. She goes from the sweet, innocent little lady to this evil little monster. Yeah. And her eyes just turn bright orange and... Uh, <laughs> Her voice changes completely, and it's just... Yeah. It's creepy, man. That it fucking is. <laughs> <laughs> but that was stuff like that that really drew me in, though, was the, the special effects that were not CGI. Yeah. If anything, they used stop-motion animation, which they did use some of that for... Well, the, the two sequels. Well, they used it in the original one, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. They fucking did at the very end, mainly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that was all the animation they had. Yeah. Um. I just really liked how they make the Deadites look. <laughs> yeah. You know? And this was a fucking horror movie. And you see them driving up in the Delta, mm-hmm. which is this piece of shit old Pontiac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you would, honestly, I wouldn't take that guy in my car into the woods for any reason. Fuck no, man. This was a regular four-door sedan. Yeah. That sat really low and almost dragged its ass on the ground. See, and that's the type of shit that, like, I gotta fucking suspend disbelief when I rewatch shit. But I can't (laughs) fucking suspend my, like, get the fuck out of (laughs) here. Well, they're they're driving through the woods, and you know there's gonna be mud, there's gonna be potholes... Like you said, it drags its ass. Yeah. Any little bump on the fucking concrete and you fucking bottom out, man. (laughs) Another thing that actually scared me in the movie was, I think it actually was right after the uh, tree scene, where uh, Ash decides to take his sister out of there, take her into town, take her to a hotel. They get to the bridge, and the bridge has been taken out, and it's curled back, and it looks like a hand. Yep. Now, that scared me. I don't know why that scared me, but it did. I'm with you. Scary. Yeah. There's just... 
and the basement always gets me. You know? Anything with a cellar or a yeah. basement. Maybe it's just all the movies I've seen, but because <laughs> uh, they know not to go in there. Yep. <laughs> you know. Can't they hear the music? Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Motherfucker. I like you, Ash, but what the fuck? <laughs> that guy's got some fucking big brass cojones because I couldn't do what he did. Yeah. <laughs> Stalking down into the cellar, shotgun in hand. I... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. And like you said, he was very timid when we meet him in the first movie. Yep. Like. And they really put him through hell. Yeah, you don't. I didn't think he was going to make it when I first time I saw it. Yeah. So, but it's a very enjoyable movie still. Yep. And it's on Netflix, peeps. So, most people have Netflix. Go watch The Evil Dead. Yeah. If nothing else, just because we recommended it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It is a good movie. It really is a lot of fun. Uh, The first one's a little bit of a slow burn, but you watch it through, you're going to be like, fuck, that was an awesome movie, man. it, It packs... It's not a long movie by any stretch of the means. No, but the, it's the atmosphere. It's yeah. The, the acting. Yeah. The makeup. Everything just really comes together really well in this movie. Yeah. It's a it's a good movie. It's still very enjoyable. Yeah. And it it's held up. I have the Blu-ray copy. I'm so happy. Nice. I definitely want to get that Evil Dead poster, or the shirt. I want the shirt for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we'll move on to uh, The Evil Dead 2, okay. Dead by Dawn, Now, this one I remember reading about in Fangoria, I believe, and it still didn't prepare me for it. Now, it didn't prepare me for it because when me and you watched it, I don't remember if we rented it from Gil Martin's or Varsity Services or got it from Stretch, but we got it somehow for one of the weekends. I'm pretty sure we had rented it from Mini Mart, or what used to be... Gil Martins. Gil Martins at that time, yeah. So, now mind you, like you said, this is a straight horror movie, The Evil Dead. Horror movie, me and Adam are in anyways. We start watching it, well, we start fucking laughing our asses off rather quickly, (laughs) (laughs) you know? They take a comedic hard turn in this movie, and then they kind of go back to give you some scares yep. but then it's almost yep. well the way I kind of see this one is yeah. it's almost like an alternate reality because it's almost the same story but with different people it is it is and when I started rewatching it this week I was like what the fuck this is literally like footage from the first movie and then they just kind of zipped through it yep. and then but they didn't have um the sister, the, no. the other characters like Scotty yeah. and, uh, and Shelly. And what they do now is where I jumped the gun earlier. The guy that we heard on the videotape, video cassette at the beginning of the first one, his daughter comes out with, uh, was it a cop and a PI or something? Uh, no, that was a friend of hers. I think he was also a scientist. Um, was that what they were? Yeah, I think they were... I forget what the hell it's called. College professors. And because wanted to know what happened to her her parents, right? Well, she was heading out there because she hadn't heard from him in a while. Yeah. And he had said he found something new in the Necronomicon. Yeah. Or that he translated something new. So she wanted to go out there. She was bringing the uh, missing pages. Yeah. And they were going to work on that together. 
Yeah. So, Ed, who is the friend who brings her out there, uh, they run into uh, Jake and Bobby Joe, and that's when we see, once again, the bridge is rolled back. Yeah. Like like hands on both sides, and it's just scary looking. Like, holy fuck, man. Yep, there's no way to get across that bridge anymore. <laughs> so they have to, because our hero Ash tries to leave. <laughs> yep. You can't. <laughs> yep. And then they end up having to walk to the they cabin. Had, yeah, they had to take a trail. Yeah. And it was Jake and Bobby Joe who showed them where to go. Yeah. How to get there. So this movie had a budget of $3.5 million and has made $10.9 million, which makes the movie an overall success. Oh, yeah. Um, he said and it takes a huge huge comedic turn in this movie that was awesome <laughs> like I, I I remember fucking so it was a scary scene with the fucking uh, basement the chains on it and everything yep. you know and this is the scene where the dead wife comes back as a deadite <laughs> Henrietta yes and then one of the other girls changes and Ash is talking and then they just start saying, dead by dawn, dead by dawn. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's when uh, Ed was actually changed. Is that who it was? Yeah, he was had the goofiest looking demon face. Yeah. That alone was yeah. enough to make you laugh. <laughs> yeah. And then just them starting to sync, dead by dawn, dead by dawn. <laughs> we'll swallow your soul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're just running around the room, dead by dawn, dead by dawn. Yeah. And then the fucking, it's just, I was like, holy fuck, yeah. I just remembered laughing really hard because we were watching it in my parents' bedroom. When they were trying to get uh, Henrietta back down into the cellar, remember? Yeah. She had her head up in between the... and. And it, or somebody was jumping on top of it, and the her, eyeball, her eye went flying right into Bobby Joe's mouth. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. Oh shit! Now the way they did that was kind of cool because they did that all in reverse filmography. Oh, because you have to spit yep. it out, and then so they had it attached to a string. Yeah, and they yanked it out of her mouth. Oh, okay. And then they ran that in reverse, so it went straight into her mouth. So that's pretty fucking cool to know, man. <laughs> I love watching those documentaries on this stuff. Nice. It's, just, it's really cool stuff. Stuff I never knew. Uh, speaking of documentaries, there on Amazon Prime, there's a documentary on the first Pet Cemetery movie. Road to Pet Cemetery? Is that what it's called? It might be. Uh, it's really I, good. I have one like that. It was really cool. Yeah, probably the same thing then. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, so they take a huge comedic turn on this one. I really love this one they um oh go for it so with the sequel him sam raimi and bruce campbell did a, a movie that just bombed really bad and stephen king gave the evil dead a thumbs up and then he went to bat for them and helped them get funding for this one because he was such a fan sam raimi was like well if we're gonna do a sequel I want to go back to the medieval times, which will tie into the end of this movie. <laughs> yeah, that's Army of Darkness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he got pushback on that, and then this is the sequel we got. And then what he wanted became Army of Darkness, which is crazy because at first I didn't know that that, that, well, that was part three 
to the Evil Dead when it came out. Yeah. You know? But, I digress, man. <laughs> well, I really love this one because they really kept the horror feel and they turned it into a comedy. That's yeah. the way I saw it. Uh, they went way over the top with all the, the horror. They went over the top with the comedy. The comedy and the uh, physical comedy also. Ash was beating the hell out of himself with his own hand. His hand became possessed. This is the was, one. This was part two, yeah. yeah. <laughs> his hand got possessed and he, his hand was kicking his ass. Yeah. Punching him in the stomach, punching him in the face. Yeah. Smashing dishes over his yeah. head. <laughs> flipping him in the air. Yeah. <laughs> Very comedic shit, man. Which, as we go further, it just continues with the crazy comedy. Yeah. And then, not long after he... After the uh, hand kind of knocks him out for a minute... Yeah. The hand starts dragging him towards that fucking cleaver like it's gonna fucking yeah. kill him. <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy, right? <laughs> and then... He wakes up just in time to stab the hand. Yeah. Pins it to the floor and then uses the chainsaw to cut off his hand. Yep. So he gets it all wrapped up and then the thing escapes. <laughs> Runs into the wall and starts... It has its own little voice, which is really funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounded like uh, Cousin It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and he finally... Pops it with a shotgun, and then yeah. there's this. I don't know how you. Geyser of blood. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Like. Like a fire truck full. Yeah. <laughs> and he gets just totally doused in all this blood. Yeah. Covered head to toe. In one second, he's just dripping, and he's all red. Mm -hmm. Just smeared with it. And then they turn around, and he's. He's got just blood on his face, a little bit on his shirt. Everything else is dry. <laughs> yeah, it's like, damn, dude, come on. <laughs> Again, you got to yeah. suspend disbelief. <laughs> yeah. And I had to keep saying that to myself because even in the remake, when people get covered in blood, they're conveniently, you could tell that they put cotton patches over both eyes yeah. <laughs> and dumped blood on them and then took the cotton patches away because they got perfect circles yeah. with no blood. Like, Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> yep. Oh, this movie was just awesome, too, man. I yeah. Mean, now. This is when he gets the chainsaw and the gun. Yeah. Now, when we see Henrietta, uh -huh. did you know Henrietta was played by Ted Raimi? Oh, <laughs> really? Yep. Okay. Sam Raimi's younger brother. He put his brother in a couple of these movies, right? Yep. Yeah. I think he was also co-director, something like that. Him and, his, him and his brother wrote both movies, or all three movies, I think. Yep. Yeah, they they did a lot together, and 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 uh, when Sam Raimi, that's why it's so crazy when when they gave the Spider-Man, the first installment of the Spider-Man franchise, to Sam Raimi. Bruce Campbell has an appearance at the wrestling scene with Macho Man. He's the one who gives him the Spider-Man name. Yep. <laughs> he was trying to tell him... Uh, Spider-Man was trying to tell him to call him the human spider. Yeah. It's like, what? That's stupid. <laughs> Isn't that what he said? Yep. That sounds retarded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I love Bruce Campbell's humor. Yeah. It was perfect for this trilogy. Yep. And the TV show. Yeah. Ash vs. Evil Dead was a major major success just because <coughs> of him. Yeah. Uh, you can't go wrong with him. He did a lot of other movies. He did some goofy stuff. Tried to do a little more serious stuff like Maniac Cop. Was he in that one? Uh, part two, I believe. Wow, huh? Damn. And it was, it was good. But it didn't have his comedic flair like in here. Yeah. This is kind of, seems like this is where he really got to be himself and show yeah. what he could do. He was, in the mid-2000s, he was on a USA Network show called uh, Bird Notice. And also Briscoe County Jr. Really? Yep. Wow. Huh. Briscoe County Jr., I think he was a Mountie or something like that. God or damn. some kind of a sheriff or something. Yeah. Back in the Old West. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a funny show. It was good. Yeah. I forget how many seasons it went. <laughs> it was good, though. Yeah. Burn Notice. I liked that one. Nice. Um, should we go to Army of Darkness? Sure. So, so actually, let's end... The end of this, the fucking, at the end, this fucking, like, time warp opens up. Oh, yeah, the wormhole, yeah. The wormhole opens up, and he thinks he defeated the Deadites, and then he gets fucking sucked in, and then it, it goes from super dark to super bright. Is there, was it a desert? Yeah. See his fucking piece of shit car hit? Yep. And then he lands. <laughs> and then he lands, and then a fucking people surround him, then a deadite comes, and he fucking shoots it, explodes it. Yep. <laughs> and then he screams, and then the movie ends, and then... The prophecy was fulfilled because they were reading in the book, yeah. one of the texts in the book yeah. had a picture of somebody standing with a gun over his head like that. Yeah. And a chainsaw in his hand. <laughs> and it was him. Yep. <laughs> and that came from the 1300s. Damn. And so Army of Darkness kind of picks up right there. Yeah, they kind of skip back, they skip back a little bit into the end of Evil Dead 2. Or yeah. The events leading up to the very end. And then they think, even though he, they, he just saved them, they make him a slave. <laughs> yep. They think he's fighting with their enemy which at that point was Henry the Red yeah and they're gonna lynch him yep. <laughs> essentially they were gonna dump him into the pit yeah and uh that part that really made me laugh the first time I saw this yeah was the over the top gore when they pushed the guy into the pit one person one person there's this gigantic geyser of yeah. blood <laughs> it flew up man <laughs> it was like old faithful <laughs> Yeah. Blood everywhere, people screaming. <laughs> Fucking A, man. It's funny, though. The whole movie was goofy. Super over-the-top goofy. More... It was more comedy. This was a comedy with a little bit of horror sprinkled in, and I mean the lightest amount. Because <laughs> even... Every, everything was very... This was a comedy. <laughs> yeah, all the way. This one was genuinely a comedy. Yeah. Like, there's a scene when... He gets told what he needs to do, yeah. and he goes to find the books. And there's three books, and he. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even talk about this part with a straight face. Yeah, 
And it's funny, he's like, well, three books, there's only supposed to be one. He opens one up and it starts sucking him in. Yep. <laughs> and then it sucks him in, the book shuts, and you're kind of like, what the fuck? It, everything's just totally quiet. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then he starts fighting his way out, and then his face gets sucked out really long. He's like, ah! He's got like this long chin, and he just starts shaking his head. And he has to shake it like three or four times to get it back to normal. Yep. <laughs> and he's supposed to say words, but he's like, well, I didn't say every syllable correctly. <laughs> but I did say most of the words. Klaatu Valratha Nikto was all he had to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he didn't. <laughs> and he screwed it up and he unleashed the evil dead. <laughs> yeah. Which... Okay, there's this scene in there where you see all these skeletons coming out at him. Yep. And it turns into a Three Stooges bit. Yeah. <laughs> They're poking him in the eyes, shoving finger up his nose, grabbing him by the nostrils. He does the try the fucking block thing and two hands come out and poke both eyes. But there's a tie, not a tie-in, but there's a reminiscent of Superman 3. Where he fucking gets split in, oh, we get yes. evil Superman, and then fucking uh, a head pops up because well my 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 bad, a fucking mirror breaks, <laughs> and then it turns into a bunch of little ashes, his reflection, yep. and then he starts fighting these little things, and uh, doesn't he say fee fi fo fum? Yeah, he's trying to step on them, <laughs> trying to step on them, and they put up a nail, and he steps right on the nail. And he gets cut, and one of these little bus bastards jumps in him. Then head. Well, they they knock him out. Oh yeah, he's like Gulliver's him. Travel. Yeah, they tied him down. Yeah. Oh, he jumped were, in his mouth. Two of them were holding his nose, so he'd open his mouth. The other two were holding the other one up there at the top, <laughs> getting ready to drop him in. <laughs> and they had these little munchkin voices. Join them all. Yeah. <laughs> And then the head pops out, and then an evil version of himself splits off. Evil Ash, yep. Evil Ash, and he shoots him in the fucking face. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that's going to be the last time you see him? No. no, he just slowly starts decaying. <laughs> which is weird, because they show him when he buries him, and he's got, like, the pellet spray stuck in his face, and it looks kind of gross. Yeah, pretty gnarly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Funny, but, but gnarly. But as the movie progresses, yeah. Like, Ash becomes more and more deteriorated. Yeah. Like when they storm the castle and he's trying to talk and he has to keep putting his jaw back. <laughs> Sorry for... Keep putting his jaw back in place. Sorry. Yeah. kept falling down. Yeah. And he just holds it up. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, this movie was just awesome. Now, I think there's actually three different cuts of this movie, though. One of those, huh? Yeah. Army of Darkness, there was the original theatrical. Uh, VHS release. Oh, okay. Theatrical release. And then there's also an... Oh, shit, there's like three or four different... There's the Boomstick Edition. Oh, okay. Then there's an MGM Director's Cut. Okay. And they all have different endings, which is really crazy. Hmm. So, get a chance, look at those. See which one you like better, because I like them all. Did you? I did. There's uh, one where, uh, in order, he defeats the Deadites. Mm -hmm. He takes the potion to Go wake back. up in his own time. Yeah. And he took too much. Oh. So he slept through the apocalypse. Holy shit. So that's one version. 
and it's just it's really really funny there are a, cu- a couple other endings and I can't remember right off the top of my head what they were I yeah the directors cut that one. Oh, okay and very funny like I said this is a, a comedy movie just sprinkled with a little tiniest bit of horror yeah, and, and there were the a, tiniest bit. <laughs> yeah, and there were actually a lot of scenes in the movie where they had a lot of Three Stooges. Yeah, it, uh, very I, Three Stooges-esque in this. <laughs> yeah, and it was just fun. <laughs> it made the whole movie yeah. really fun to watch. It was, uh, I think I watched that at my uncle my uncle Pat's back in the day in 93, whenever it came out on VHS. That was way back when we used to have all the sleepovers, wasn't it? Uh, no, there was no more sleepovers happening. It was high school by then. Oh, okay. Gotcha. It was like in the fall of 90, like your sophomore, your junior year, 93, 94. Oh, we were hanging out at Terrence's all the time. Yeah, no, this was after a basketball game. I got invited up there, and I think that we watched, uh, we watched Aladdin one night, and then we watched Army of Darkness. And I was like, wait, wait, this is the fucking Evil Dead. <laughs> <laughs> this one was funny, though. Yeah. Anyway, you slice it, this one was just a total comedy. Yeah, this is my boomstick. <laughs> <laughs> Listen up, you medieval suckheads. <laughs> yeah, he's like real shitty to them. <laughs> Kept calling them primates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Yeah. This movie is just. What can you say? I mean, yeah. It was just fun. And then he's telling the story and he's at S Smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't shop smart, shop S Smart. Yeah. <laughs> hunting section or whatever <laughs> he was talking about the the whole run yeah. on the shotgun he was yeah. carrying $109 <laughs> it's like damn that's a long time ago <laughs> oh shit man that'd be what, 300 now yeah but what's even funnier though is at the end when he's at SMR telling the story then that's when we know he made it back and only one person is really involved in his story. Everyone else is just kind of like rolling their eyes. <laughs> and then like a deadite shows up and like, I thought you said you drank the potion and said the words. He's like, oh. well, I said most of the words. I didn't say every <laughs> syllable of the word. Same thing he did. Yeah. He unleashed evil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he ends up having to shoot this fucker a lot. And then, um, it ends with the fucking almost how the poster looks of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Girl hanging on to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit, man. I really enjoy watching these movies. First one was no no kind of comedy. None. At all. It was just scary. That was a straight up score, uh, scary one. Yeah. Horror. Yeah. Scary movie, man. Scary fucking movie. No. Part two was actually middle of the road for both. Yeah. Because it was funny and it was scary. And they then, managed to keep that horror factor, which is awesome. Now with Army of Darkness. <laughs> Army of Darkness completely went the other direction. <laughs> yeah. Now, should we get to the shitty remake? Yeah, let's talk about it. So, it came out in April of 2013. Um, it's kind of in an odd, low place in my life. Peaks and Valleys, man, I know it's still like that, but they're not as deep right now you know it was in my bedroom and it was just like I need to get the fuck out ah fuck the remake of the evil dead's here the trailer looked good which I learned to not trust trailers <laughs> that's exactly how I feel about that <laughs> and then uh, I was like fuck it I'm gonna go and I went out in the living room and there's you and Skyler one of your buddies 
like holy shit you came out of your room because I was just depressed all the time you know and I said oh yeah I'm going to go to the evil dead and the guys were like well so are we <laughs> and so we went to the theater and there was like maybe ten of us you know in the upstairs theater opening scene okay okay uh, you got my you got my attention with that opening scene because it looks like this girl's running from a cult and it looks like she's innocent yeah she gets fucking caught she gets brought to the fucking basement gets fucking literally tied to a post like a witch would and this motherfucker who ha- who who's doing this is her fucking dad Duster of gasoline. Yeah, and you're like, holy shit. And right before he fucking lights her on fire, she fucking changes, man. Yep. And the rest of the family's already dead, right? Uh, Or was it just animals? I think it was the mother. The mother? Oh, okay. So I'm like, holy shit. And that's how this movie starts. She fucking blasts his daughter in the face with a fucking shotgun. Um, So I'm like, okay, cool, man. You got my attention. But then the movie starts. <laughs> and it's kind of where it stops. <laughs> yes. It's a dark movie. Literally a dark movie. Like, hey, it's, it's fucking daylight out and I'm sitting on Adam's porch, but I can't really see him. What? That don't make any kind of sense. Yep. The filters they use. Um, I don't know. I, I, I checked out and it got to the point. Where I started shit-talking the movie, and then we all started shit-talking the movie and making fun of it. <laughs> well, as I was talking about the first one, it had that genuine creep factor to it. It had the atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah, this was a horror movie. Now, the uh, remake mm-hmm. did not have that same feel and did not have that atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know did for the opening scene. Yeah. But everything <laughs> really stop. fell off after that. So this goes to prove that having a bigger budget doesn't necessarily make a better movie. No. And like I said, they got they got our theater money. We went to it. But it was just so darkly shot. It was kind of there was a storyline there's a brother and sister. The sister was addicted to heroin. They brought her out to the cabin. This fucking this one of the friends, quote unquote, finds the book, opens it up, and it says, "Do not read this." Even though the damn thing was wrapped in plastic and then wrapped with barbed wire. Yeah, that ought to be a big, major clue right there. Eh, maybe I should be fucking with this. But of course, that don't happen. This motherfucker takes that shit off, opens it up after fucking unwrapping what he shouldn't have, and then it says, "Don't read this book." In plain English, translated out. In blood. Do, in blood. Do not read this book. Do yeah. not read this aloud. Yeah. And what does he do? He does that shading where <laughs> yeah. you, you can read what was written. Yep. And it's, and it's just like... This is a and weak storyline. <laughs> and he said the words. And he called forth the demons. Yeah. And I get it, man. Stupid people do stupid things. But when you're writing a movie... You could have done almost anything else other than that. You know? If you want that, don't fucking wrap it how you wrapped it. Don't put a second wrapping on it. And definitely don't put the fucking warning on the fucking pages of not to read aloud. Because if you do that, then 
us as audience members are going to be like, well, don't fucking read it, jackass. Now we're paying, so we know he's going to read it. But then it just infuriated me to no fucking end. I'm with you, man. And then it was just like, we watched the movie, like I said, about halfway through, started shit-talking it, started making quips throughout it. And then I started laughing. And it was just like, okay, well, I'm having fun. I'm out of my room. I'm not depressed. I'm watching a movie that I was hoping was going to be good, but it's unintentionally funny. (laughs) Yeah. And it was like, uh, things were so overly done in that movie where yeah. it was just jump scare i didn't like blood. that i hated the jump scares man and it really like i said with the first one they actually had a story and they built up to everything exactly. this one was there wasn't Ooh. much story in between the jump scares and the yeah. blood the splashes of blood yeah and 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 i just can't get over how dark it was shot it was it's such a dark movie to watch. Like, literally a dark movie to watch. Yeah. I didn't... I was... Like I said, I checked out, and then it brought me back in with the unintentional humor, which was like, okay, <laughs> this is enjoyable theater. But it shouldn't have gotten to that because, like you said, it went over the top with the gore. It went over the top with jump scares, which we didn't like it Chapter 2 for. Yep. You know? And it's just like, fucking Christ, No! And it was just one after another. Yeah. And then it's just like, okay, man. You don't want to go the comedy route? That's fine. I could fucking respect that. If you want to swing it back to a straight horror movie like the original, it better be a fucking damn good storyline. Because the first one nailed it. Yeah. And so here we are. And um, I don't like how the... The Deadites looked in this movie. There was just too much blood. There was, like you said, it was just all over the top. And you could see the obvious contacts they were wearing with the yellow eyes. Yes. Which which you nailed earlier. Just because you have a bigger budget doesn't make a bigger, better movie. You know? Um, Kind of brushing through it just because I watched it today and I'm just like... I fell asleep during it. I took a nap. (laughs) I woke up. I was like, oh yeah, I'm not going to restart this fucking dumpster fire. See, I watch it just to remind myself how much I hated it. Yeah, yeah, and when this came up for conversation, I was like, oh, yeah, huh. let's rewatch it, get our thoughts on it. They're just kind of like, dude, you sullied the good name of the Evil Dead. <laughs> Which, you get to the end of the movie, and um, they say that you could uh, exercise the demon by a burial Right? Supposedly dying, buried, or interred, I think they said. So, yeah, buried. And it was just so stupid, Adam. Yeah, and then the restarting the heart with the... Car battery? Car battery. And then, come on, come on, tries it at nothing, and he walks away, and then it's like, I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, oh, my God. And then, that's when... Everything finally hits the climax. Yep. And like Adam said too, it was just too over the top with everything it was fucking trying to be. Like they tried too hard. Yeah. Just tried to force too much. They didn't bother to tell the story. They just trying to scare you every two seconds. And and you nailed it right there too. I, I they didn't the storyline sucked. Maybe it could have been good. 
I don't know. I thought it sucked. Yeah. Mm. We get to the final climax scene because five people have been murdered for this shit to come over, right? Yep. And then she gets a chainsaw and she fucking... One scene I did like on here, though, is when she fucking clips the feet off of her. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, okay, we were watching that theater. It's like, oh, shit. It gave me a um, Pet cemetery vibe when he... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool, man. Just a chainsaw. And then, of course, the demon fucking gets up and flips the, ch- the fucking car over. and One-handed, you know, by the way. And I got to suspend disbelief because <laughs> this girl can't move her arm. Oh, I moved it that quick. Oh, I just moved it again. Oh, I just moved it. The car's still falling. Half hour later, the car's still tipping. Yeah. She's still got her arm up. Yeah, and it's just like... It made me think of Scary Movie 2 when they make fun of the um, Charlie's Angel scene <laughs> when she gets up and starts trying to kick and it is like kind of a, a kind of a too long scene with fucking... Um, Kevin Diaz with Cameron Diaz and she's just like and then kicks it's like come on man all that for this <laughs> and then in Scary Movie 2 it's like this really super long exaggerated <laughs> kick scene that's how I felt about this car being tipped over and, <laughs> and and it's just like oh see that see that I grabbed the chainsaw see that I still got the car still falling at him see that the fucking car falls pins her hand down pins her hand down Actually, the chainsaw wasn't even there. The chainsaw was on the outside. Mm-hmm. Pins her hand down and she starts trying to pull it out because the fucking deadite's coming around. And then she says the words from Evil Dead, we're going to... Was it suck your soul? Uh, swallow your soul. We're going to swallow your soul, you druggy bitch. And then um, she fucking is trying to grab the chainsaw and it's always just without reach like that. Yeah. And then she freaks and then fucking rips her shit out doesn't have a hand, so you're like, oh, okay, there's the tie-in. Whatever. Gets the chainsaw. Suck on this, you fucking bitch. <laughs> Shoves it in her face and fucking cuts. cuts. her knife. Oh, we forgot to say that. It, it's fucking raining blood. Like well, Slayer, yeah. Exactly. Bam, cuts, cuts, cut, 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 cuts in half. And she shoves her fucking stub, not in the chainsaw, but on the side of the chainsaw. And then is now... It's just... It didn't work for me, man. It didn't work for me. And then um, the movie ends, and she walks away, and then you see the book, because you... They're like, oh, we're going to make our own trilogy from this, but no, you wrote a shitty movie. Guys like me and Adam aren't going to go to another one of these, man. Which is bullshit. We'd probably go to Evil Dead 2 Remake tomorrow if they told us it was playing here. <laughs> <You're> damn right. <laughs> but I'm going to fucking bitch about it. <laughs> We'll, we'll talk shit about it. Like, yeah. Like the Muppets. Yeah, the old guys up in the, the stands. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so, the movie ends, walks away, and you're like, oh, the book's still there. Because the five fucking souls were taken, so it's going to be unleashed on humanity when she's walking away. And that's how it ends. But, there's a post credit scene. Do you remember what it is? Actually, no. I turned it off before that. Oh... And I was trying to think, did we fucking stay? No, we did not. We bolted. I, no, because we, we stayed because during the post credit scene, Skyler was laughing. He's like, fucking A, man. 
you have to talk through the whole thing. <laughs> and I was just like, well, that was a fucking disappointment. And um, there is, at the very end, you see the silhouette of the big chin Bruce Campbell. And then he goes, groovy. Huh. Now, that wasn't the only one. The other post credit scene is this, this girl is walking and she gets fucking picked up. Like Ash did. And then, um, did Ash get picked up? In one and two, yeah. Really? No? Huh. She gets picked up, and then she has a suspicious look. Hmm. Th- that's it. Nothing. Oh, okay. I thought you... When, that... when the first movie ended, it ended with the evil force coming at Ash. And yeah, exactly. And screams. Yeah, that, that's how it ends. I, 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 I meant picked up in a car. Oh, okay. No, I meant... I meant picked up. up I meant picked course. up in a car. He was picked up in a car. And then the second one, uh, I believe it's at the beginning of the second one. Mm-hmm. He gets picked up by that evil force, and he's flying through the air, yeah. slammed well, into a tree. Well, they fucking flung him through the forest, yeah. and then he fucking hits a tree and goes into a puddle. Yep, yeah, and then he <laughs> stands up possessed. Yeah, and he's possessed. But anyways. Uh, don't watch the remake. So there was one one little bit in the remake where I like that they actually brought this in. Yeah. When the, the druggie first gets possessed. Okay. When she's screaming at, at the rest of the group, you know, she's mm. just screaming. Yeah. And in the background, if you really listen, you can hear, One by one, we will take you. Oh, really? That came from the original movie. Oh, okay. When Shelly, not Shelly, uh, Cheryl first gets possessed. Oh, so they also put a Michigan State sweater on one of the girls in this movie, too. Mm-hmm. And then at the, during the post credit scene, they play the tapes, I believe, from Evil Dead 1. Yeah, I think so, yes. So, I, I mean, I don't know, man. They if, have some if, tie-ins, but... If you're going to take my advice, I would not recommend it. I would give it half a chainsaw. I give it three chainsaws because I do occasionally watch it just for the hell of it. I mean, it's it's not my favorite by far. Uh-huh. But I still enjoy watching it. Yeah. Just for the, uh, mainly for the gore factor, really. Yeah. That's but, the last time I'm going to watch it. <laughs> but the way I saw it, uh, the original trilogy kind of spawned what felt like to me was for uh, Cabin in the Woods. Mm-hmm. So that felt like it came from the original Evil Dead story somehow. Yeah, I get behind that, but this remake just didn't twist my nipples at all, man. <laughs> More of that car battery thing. Huh? Yeah, exactly, man. Oh, my nipples are burning. <laughs> my nipples are smoking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's our fucking review as far as I know. <laughs> yeah, well, there's our take on the Evil Dead. Yeah. Trilogy, awesome. TV show, awesome. Remake, eh, debatable. It's a fucking dry thumb up the butt. <laughs> it is a bit of a dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Check it out for your own opinion. Yeah. You can always get a hold of myself or Bruce. And Send Adam a fucking voicemail on his podcast, which your thoughts are. Yeah. Looking forward to hearing from people, so... I think that's going to do it for tonight's podcast. Yes, sir. Have a good night. This is Horror After Hours signing off. Goodbye.
Hello, this is the Naughty Guy, Adam J. Keep listening to Horror After Hours with the Naughty Guy. As my friends and I, we discuss some of our favorite movies and some of our favorite novels. Bear Crossing, Bed and Breakfast. We have a beautiful view which overlooks downtown Ketchikan. You can find us on the Airbnb app or on Facebook. You can contact us through either of these apps for any information. Skyler's Table offers cafeteria-style dining, fresh soups and salads, and paninis. And all of his meats are roasted fresh daily. If you're looking for great food, great prices, and even better company, come to Skyler's Table, a place for, visit- for visitors. Uh, podcast, Swatting Flies, Telling Lies. If you like a fun, crazy podcast with loads of information that you didn't know you need, give this one a listen. Bruce's show is always a lot of fun. You never know what he's going to say next, and I'm always tuning in to find out. Next, I got Lazy Mountain Brewing Company, located in Palmer, Alaska, owned by Neil and Sarah Gotchel. They're providing quality craft beers with crisp, clean flavor. Look for Crazy, or, I'm sorry, look for Lazy Mountain Brewing Company on Facebook. You will also find their beers all around the Anchorage area. They're just good, honest beers. That's, again, Lazy Mountain Brewing Company. Also look for my friend Danny's podcast. That's Hinterlands Media, where he discusses current topics and conspiracies. And also look for his new podcast called Hinterlands Storytime. This should be a lot of fun. This is where he discusses his favorite fantasy, sci-fi novels, movies, and games. This really should be a lot of fun. Danny's a lot of fun, so give both his shows a listen. I know I will. And finally, The Naughty Guy. I finally have a Facebook page. Check it out. Give me a like and a follow to see all of my latest network. You can find my network in a few of the local stores around Ketchikan. You look for Maiden Voyage, Scanlon Gallery, and also the, the Alaska Outpost. Tell them The Naughty Guy sent you. Thanks a lot, folks. Keep listening.